Are you ready to revolutionize the way you enjoy food and essentials at home? Introducing DashPass from DoorDash, your ultimate ticket to convenience and savings. With DashPass, you gain exclusive access to unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts that will leave your wallet smiling. Whether you're craving the flavors of your favorite restaurants, need groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass ensures that everything you need is just a few clicks away, delivered right to your door. With DashPass, not only do you enjoy $0 delivery fees, but you'll also benefit from lower service fees on eligible orders, making it the most affordable way to satisfy your cravings and stock up on essentials from your local favorites. What I really love is how quickly DashPass pays for itself. On average, it takes just two orders, which makes it a no-brainer investment for your budget. And as if that weren't enough, DashPass grants you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, adding an extra layer of excitement to your DoorDash experience. You get all this for only $9.99 a month, which is a small price to pay for unlimited convenience and savings. My family and I have had DoorDash for the past year or so, and while I make most meals at home, I don't know that I could mom without it. I used it twice just this past week while we were dealing with a stomach bug at home, and it was so nice to have and to be able to focus on getting better and not running all over town to pick everything up for everyone. Don't wait. Sign up for DashPass now and unlock a world of possibilities, all from the comfort of your home. DashPass from DoorDash, delivering joy, convenience, and savings straight to your doorstep. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Moms and Murder podcast, a true crime podcast featuring myself, Mandy, and Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Mandy. How are you? I'm doing well. I feel like we just saw each other not too long ago. Basically. Because we recorded our last episode later in the week than usual, so it's always great to see you anyway. So I was going to say the opposite, but perfect. That it's not great to see me? <laughs> no, it's not great for you to see me, so I apologize. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, I think Melissa has a couple of notes that we're going to give before we just jump right into uh, episode 11. Perfect. Um, so we started a, our, we changed the name of our Facebook group to Mums the Word, and lots of you guys have joined. It's really fun, silly, lots of random things going on in there, which I love, talking from everything from the show The Center to different other murders that you hear about to... Just general things. General life stuff, which is always fun. We enjoy it. Um, So if you haven't joined us there, mum's the word, M-U-M, like we're fancy in British. Right. So, um, and then also wanted to remind you guys about our Patreon thing. What is it called? Patreon page? (laughs) Patreon.com slash moms and murder podcast. I forgot the word podcast last time. We have our stickers. Mandy brought the stamps. They're headed out to you. Yay! They're finally on their way. (laughs) And if you receive your sticker and love it as much as I do, please let us know so that I don't feel so alone for my childlike love and joy over these stickers. (laughs) Poor Lori is going to get the first, uh, she was our first patron. 
patron, and she's getting one with a straight up Cheeto mark on it because one of my kids grabbed one of the pretty cards. And so I apologize, <laughs> but yours has the most personality and DNA on any of the cards. So we are going to jump right in with this. Um, another cool, interesting case, and you know there's something great about a dumb criminal, and that's what we're bringing you tonight. Mandy, kick us off. All righty. Sounds great. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the murder of William Walker. Uh, William Walker was a 45-year-old lieutenant with the Cleveland Fire Department. Um, he had been in this career for quite some time uh, with this particular department he was with since 1998. He had been promoted from firefighter to lieutenant in August of 2013, and he was also an EMT. So he was awesome. He's like everyone's hero. I know. Yes. Just based on that information alone. I I already love him. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, His fellow co-workers described him as being dedicated and very devoted to his work. He was just the kind of guy who was always looking out not only for his family and friends, but really the entire community, which I guess is exactly the kind of person you want yeah being firefighter and emt in your area right yeah (laughs) you want somebody looking out for you that's like yeah (laughs) detail number one he was the father of five children and had been married once to a woman named rita prior to his marriage to his second wife and she is known as loma her first name actually has a U in front of it, but I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I'd like to hear you try. <laughs> I don't know. It's either, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Aloma? Is it, you think it's uh, or do you think it's long Just go you? quickly. We're, okay. we're going to go back to Loma. So we're going to Loma. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> Friends and family members described Will as a nice man who worked hard to provide for each of his children. And it was these same children who remember their dad as being a role model, a friend to them, just a really, really great guy. Um, I watched an interview with his two of his children from right. um, his first wife, and you know they said that he was just really. It, they were just shocked by what happened to him and didn't really understand why anybody would want to hurt yeah. their dad, and that he was a very big part of their lives. And you know, of course, he's missed very much. Yeah. Um, you know, by his family. It's a special kind of gross to me to take out somebody that's like that kind of a person in the community, like. Take me out. I'm not doing anything. Right. Nothing's going on with my life. I'm not saving people every day. But somebody that's putting their life on the line for other people to take them out, I have an – it's just an extra sting there. Well, yeah. And, you know, there's only so many people out there that like are willing to do that yeah. kind of job and that really are passionate about it. So Yeah. I wanted to be By a golly, let a them stay around, you yeah. know? <laughs> I know. Let's keep them. I don't. I can't do it. So more power to them. Um, so uh, Will and Loma dated for two years before they became married the summer of 2013. So he had been divorced from his first wife, Rita. Um, the pair had a quick civil ceremony, and uh, Loma actually suggested to do that. She didn't want a big wedding for whatever reason. I'm with her. If I had to do it again, I would have eloped. Right. And they both had like older kids that were either in their late teens or early adulthood at that point. So, you know, I understand some people really do the, you know, all their marriages get the same special treatment, but I can understand um, if I ever had to get married a second time, I would probably just save the money, save like everything and take a really nice vacation. Yeah. All the little lovebirds are out of your head after a while. And then you're like, you know what? I could use something else for that money. That would be totally fine. Um, So unbeknownst to Will, Loma had been running up tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt under his name. Yay. (laughs) So do people think no one will ever find out? That's what I always think. Well, I guess because 
I don't know. I feel like that kind of thing can get away from you really quickly. Like if you're just swiping a card, it's really yeah. easy. I mean, at least it is for me. And that's why I don't have any credit cards yeah, yeah. <laughs> because all the ones I did have before in my life were quickly maxed out yeah. and the road to paying them was not easy. So. Um, I just paid off one I had from the time I was 18. And right. Yeah. And that was a long, long time ago. <laughs> Many moons ago. But yeah, I mean, that's, but that's how quickly, especially whenever I was younger, it was very easy to swipe and pay it later and blah, blah, blah. So she's older. She should have a little more restraint, I would think. But I guess maybe he had better credit than her. And she, <laughs> this is a whole new world. Um, so anyway, she was under crushing financial pressure and on the brink of financial ruin. Um, and she was worried that her new husband might figure out her monetary mess. And so she desperately devised a plan to dig her way out of it all. These types of plans always go so well. Never work. There's typically <laughs> like a movie made out of these kind of things because no one's ever like, I'll, I'll get a second job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> like, why don't you just go to work? Why don't I just work <laughs> a little harder? No, but I mean, I get that. Sometimes you are working as much as you can and the money's just not there, but then you got to cut your cards up, put them in the freezer, <laughs> just do something different. Um, so, but she did know that her husband carried a $100,000 life insurance policy. And as his wife, she would be entitled to all of that in the event of his death. Um, so you kind of see where this is going. We've got another murder for hire on our hands and another, we seem to like this. <laughs> we do, but we switched it up. The husband is not behind this one. Right. We went straight for the dumb wife. Yes. <laughs> nice thing to call her. So so um, Loma is actually a U.S.-based Nigerian woman. And I read – that was the exact phrase of I read to describe her on one of the news articles coming directly out of Cleveland um, right. when this happened. So I'm not really clear on if she was born in the U.S. I right. don't know why they would say – that unless US possibly she was, she came from Nigeria. I'm not really sure, but just maybe she answered one of those Nigerian <laughs> prince emails and maybe. then became a Nigerian princess, and that's how she came to the U.S. I don't know. <laughs> Fuzzy on details. She also had three children from previous relationships. Um, she and Will did not have any children together, um, which it sounds like. Between the two of them, they had quite a few anyway. They had so. an actual full house. They, they actually did. Yeah, it was like a Brady Bunch situation. <laughs> um, so uh, at the time of the crime, one of her daughters, Jacqueline Hines, um, which I had to dig around to find her name because she was only 17 at the right. time. So there wasn't really a lot of information about her as a juvenile. Of course, she's got more protection for some reason. Yeah. Um, well, even though... There's reasons, Mandy. <laughs> there's reasons. Um, so this... 17-year-old daughter had a boyfriend, and things must have been going well enough that he was going to be willing to help out his girlfriend at all costs. We've got another accomplice, folks. <laughs> That's right. So Loma and the daughter approached the boyfriend, Chad Paget with this idea. Um, they wanted to enlist his help in carrying out this murderous plot. And for some reason... This person just agreed. <laughs> what are what is with people that somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, I want to murder somebody. You have nothing to do with this situation. Want to join? What? What's? What did your mom do wrong? We need to actually know that because we don't want our kids to do that. If somebody could right. tell me what their parents were doing wrong, that'd be super helpful. So Loma allegedly paid Chad a thousand dollars to murder her husband, and she promised another nine thousand dollars to him once the job was done. Right. So it would cost her ten thousand dollars total. Which, 
for somebody that hard up for money, you'd think that <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be a lot for her to get rid of. I like, know. To give away. She should be on my train. Give somebody a Diet Coke. See what they'll do for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Chad... I guess, realized that he kind of bit off more than he could chew, and this was going to be a lot bigger of a thing than maybe what he originally thought. Which, really? Murder? Right. Which, of course, you know, maybe if you would have thought it through for more than, like, five seconds, oh you gosh. would have figured all this out, you know, before. <laughs> right. Before actually doing anything. Yeah. Uh, but he contacted his cousin, Chris Hine, to complete the crime. So, again, this is a second person who now agrees. Okay, yeah. sure. Sounds great. Let's do it. When, where, let me know. So he was on board. <laughs> also, the more ears you have, like the more people, the more this is going to come out. Like if you're going to kill somebody, guys, just do it on your own. There's going to be right. too many witnesses. Right. Right. Also, don't kill anybody. When you start really. involving all these people, yeah, I agree. That's like, mm, you're going to get caught because people have big mouths. And- we want you to get caught, but... <laughs> But we think you're really stupid. Yeah, we're going to be known for the podcast that gives people tips on how to successfully yeah. get away with murder at this how point. How to get away with murder, the podcast. But we really don't want you to. Don't do it. Don't no. listen to us. No, we're, please we're don't. We're much too smart for yeah. this. <laughs> so Chris Hine, um, even though he did agree, I guess, at the last second he got cold feet and he was unable to go through with it. So at least we have the first glimpse of hope for the human race. But, <laughs> like, but do we? Do we really? I mean... I mean, he didn't do it, so, you know. But, but, but you know what he didn't do? Go to the police, yeah. like a normal person, and say, hey, uh, you know, my cousin asked me to kill a guy, and I think they're serious about it, so maybe we should yeah. send someone Did you guys over. do something? Yeah. <laughs> right. Could we stop this? No, no, no. What did he do, Mandy? So instead of doing that, he involved another person. Sure. <laughs> Let's all go to prison together. Right. So he contacted his friend, Ryan Doherty, who agreed to murder Will Walker for less than $1,000. So. <sighs> I, I, I know. You just got to take a pause there for a second. No hesitation. He agreed to take a man's life for $800. And he basically said, it, they said it was like a job to him. He was like, yeah. oh, $800? Sure. Got it. Fine. Yeah. When do you want me to be there? Yeah. And like, you know, it's kind of a running joke now about me talking about my number. And I don't know what my number is, but I know it's more than $800. Hashtag Mandy's, Mandy's number. <laughs> Mandy's number. It has to be more than $1,000, but... This it makes me so sad though because they're willing to throw away their lives, the lives of their cousins, friends, girlfriends, mother-in-law, whatever, and then kill somebody over something so small. And Loma, okay, she's not getting any Mother of the Year awards. Like, I'm why? so ticked at this woman. I am too. How dare you get your 17-year-old daughter involved in this mess right. and her boyfriend and then these other individuals? Like, these are young people whose lives are literally ruined now. Yeah. They're going to be in jail for a long time. Right. Uh, you know, and it's like just so ridiculous to me that... Because um, you couldn't tell him you ran up his credit cards? Right. Like, this is supposed to be your husband. I mean, I know my husband would be mad. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> eventually he'd get over it my husband would get over it because what's the alternative divorcing me and staying with my two kids well there are two kids that are going to drive you bananas and you definitely need help with I'm good I can run up some credit cards (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) 
<laughs> I've got a pass. Thank you. <laughs> Just kidding. Are you ready to revolutionize the way you enjoy food and essentials at home? Introducing DashPass from DoorDash, your ultimate ticket to convenience and savings. With DashPass, you gain exclusive access to unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts that will leave your wallet smiling. Whether you're craving the flavors of your favorite restaurants, need groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass ensures that everything you need is just a few clicks away, delivered right to your door. With DashPass, not only do you enjoy $0 delivery fees, but you'll also benefit from lower service fees on eligible orders, making it the most affordable way to satisfy your cravings and stock up on essentials from your local favorites. What I really love is how quickly DashPass pays for itself. On average, it takes just two orders, which makes it a no-brainer investment for your budget. And as if that weren't enough, DashPass grants you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, adding an extra layer of excitement to your DoorDash experience. You get all this for only $9.99 a month, which is a small price to pay for unlimited convenience and savings. My family and I have had DoorDash for the past year or so, and while I make most meals at home, I don't know that I could mom without it. I used it twice just this past week while we were dealing with a stomach bug at home, and it was so nice to have and to be able to focus on getting better and not running all over town to pick everything up for everyone. Don't wait. Sign up for DashPass now and unlock a world of possibilities, all from the comfort of your home. DashPass from DoorDash, delivering joy, convenience, and savings straight to your doorstep. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. So on the evening of November 3rd, 2013, Loma and Will were at home packing for a move to a new house that they had just purchased outside of Cleveland. So I kind of get confused here about how Will, because if they bought a home, okay, obviously. Somebody's running your credit. Yeah, right? And so you would think that just in that process, at some point, Will would realize his own credit and like financial situation yeah real fast right because whenever you go to make a big purchase like a house i mean you kind of you do check out your finances they're running it several times unless he somehow was paying cash for this which then you really don't have to worry about money loma what are you doing here right yeah seriously (laughs) so anyway that confuses me i don't know how um how she had gotten away with it unless Ooh, Mandy's theories. Unless, I don't know, maybe she was just opening secret accounts in his name. Although I guess then he would still find out. It still comes up whenever they run your credit to purchase a house. Like, hey, you have 37 new credit cards. You remember doing this? Your credit score is zero. Yeah, he wouldn't be buying a new house. It would have come up. So okay, we're going to have to scratch our heads on that. If any brighter people know what happened there, let us know. Yeah. So they were home packing for the move, and Loma gets a little rumbly in her tumbly and decides that she wants <laughs> Don't to quote eat. Don't <laughs> Is that a Winnie the Pooh thing? Yes. I don't even know where that came from. Um, from your so child. She, so she sent her husband out to pick up some fast food for dinner, which it's always a sad night whenever I just agree to go and get fast food for dinner. I can do it for lunch, but I feel especially, you know, I don't feel bad for one second. <laughs> inferior are you kidding me i feel like as long as i don't say fin for yourselves then i'm doing you're something good. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're good um so 
when the unsuspecting Will returned home from going on this fast food run for his wife, um, which, by the way, what a great guy. Thank you. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. Just to go get snacks. If I asked my husband that, he'd be like, "Are you? do you really need them? And while we're in the middle of packing and everything, he would be like, Mandy, really? Yeah, no, I know. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, let's just wait a few minutes. Also, we love our husbands. We do. Um, so when he returned home around 830... Uh, with his McDonald's bags in hand, Ugh. Ryan Doherty ambushed him in the driveway of his own home. Apparently, he had parked the car, got out, and was walking up to his house. Right. And um, I had read on one of the news articles that he was trying to enter the house through a side door. And while he was actually fidgeting, like, with the keys and the door handle and stuff, this is when Ryan comes up um, out of nowhere and shoots him four times in the chest. So, of course, that's... Bad. <laughs> Mandy. <laughs> when an unsuspecting Will returned home from this fast food run that uh, he so graciously went on for his wife, right. uh, it was around 8.30, and he parked his car in the driveway, got out, and was going to enter his home. Um, I read that he was actually trying to get in through a side door um, that was off the driveway. And it was here where Ryan Doherty comes out of nowhere, ambushes him, and shoots him four times in the chest. Wow. He didn't die immediately from what I read. Um, Loma actually placed a hysterical phone call to 911, pleading for help, you know, typical distraught. This This junk makes me so mad when people I I know. I know. Although there has to be part of them that is hysterical, hopefully, that there's some sort of a guilt-like like, this is real now. Like, this actually just yeah, yeah, happened. this actually right. just happened. Right. No excuses. You're still a monstrous, horrible woman. But um, but maybe it is not all faking. There's probably some hysterics there. Right. Well, then, I mean, it was just a few days later that she attended the funeral and, of course, played it up, the part of the grieving widow. And, you know, that that's another thing that just makes me so, like, ugh. To do ugh. that to the family. Like, yes. you, you know what you've done. Right. And to have everybody's sympathies going to them where, where his children are there and they'll always remember the funeral, right. the murder being there. And then, of course, being a firefighter, you know, when firefighters or police officers or any kind, anyone in that type of line of work, um, you know, when something happens to them, they do have special things that they have at their funeral right. services and everything. So, of course, there was tons of firefighters there and they yeah. did, like, the different salute things. And I know it doesn't sound very professional, what I'm saying, describing, but um, I'm sure everybody... We never claim to be professionals. No, I'm sure you everybody You should know the bar is low about. right now. <laughs> yeah, you haven't figured that out by now. That bar is low. <laughs> um, after the shooting, the police department set out to identify the killer... Of course. (laughs) And they initially thought that his murder maybe was tied to some neighborhood drug dealers. I guess Loma had actually told them that there was some drug dealers in the neighborhood who um, didn't like having a firefighter and like, you know, type of person living in the neighborhood. That makes zero sense. No, I agree. It doesn't make any sense. I can understand maybe like a police officer. Yeah. Unless they were thinking police officers and firefighters are like all one and the same, but... That was a fake story anyway, so yeah. really We've already matter. spent too much time on that theory. Yeah. Um, so there was really little evidence and no real solid leads, and eventually the case went cold, which I always just hate to hear about a case going cold and then yeah. not, you know, not being able to find enough information to pin this on someone. Yeah. Um, so Crime Stoppers uh, actually offered a $20,000 reward initially, and then they added $4,000 to it a couple of years later um, for 
a reward for any information that would lead to an arrest in the case. And unfortunately, it took quite some time. They didn't. Yeah. yeah, they did not first arrest anyone in this case until almost two years after the shooting. It wasn't quite two years. It was just a couple months shy of it. Um, and Chris Paget, who was the daughter's boyfriend, um, was the first one that was booked into the city jail and charged with aggravated murder. Good. Yes. Several weeks later, Loma was arrested and placed in jail under investigation for the same crime. Um, and as detectives obtained more and more information and kind of were talking, you know, inter- between interviewing, of course, Loma and Chad, they were able to put together enough pieces of the puzzle to find um, the other two individuals, and they also were charged with the crime. Right. Police actually said that they learned a lot about the case through a series of incriminating text messages, including messages exchanged between the perpetrators about finding a ham. I'm air quoting a ham. So, Melissa, have you ever heard that term before? I've not. I've not. But I I believe it is street slang for a gun. So these people are ruining food for me. First, McDonald's. (laughs) They kill somebody when they're bringing their loved one the food of angels. And... (laughs) Angels that are like hard on their luck. <laughs> Not great. And now they're talking about ham for a gun. So I know nothing. Out of all the things I've ever heard a gun called, I've never heard the term ham. So I don't know. It must be a Cleveland thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a Cleveland thing. And we're, again, in Florida. We know nothing of these sorts of things. Right. So in these text messages, they um, also mentioned the exact type of weapon that was used to shoot Will. And there was a message uh, sent after the shoot shooting that said we got a body okay i can't stand people who are dumb <laughs> yeah well i mean i'm so glad they're idiots but look at this day and age everybody texts everything can't you just say again can't you just say like we're not talking about this ever unless we're in person and i strip search you for a wire why can't that be the conversation i don't understand like i said again with the low you know m- amounts of money to commit these terrible crimes and again with using your own phone to like talk to people about the crime like come on it is at this point i feel like you're it's common knowledge okay yeah. that if you say anything on a phone it can be recovered. Which is why I'm concerned that someone's going to hack in my stuff someday and realize what a terrible person I am. <laughs> well, it's a good thing, um, you know, that, that the podcast is out there and obvious because my computer search history, they would oh, just man. think I was a crazy person that yeah. was really interested in murder cases. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Think that it's, hey, at least we have this excuse. Right, right. <laughs> <In a> podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that creepy. Like these people excessively search yeah. um, details on murder cases. There you go. <laughs> So all four of the co-conspirators accepted plea agreements uh, in exchange for testifying against Loma, who, of course, was the mastermind of this whole terrible, terrible idea. So that's including her daughter. That's including the daughter. Yes. They all did. Even the daughter. Wow. So you... Yeah. So there's a lot of family loyalty going on here. Yeah. But well, if she brought you into this, I'd testify against her, too. Sorry, well, mom. Yeah, and especially like you, like we said, like she was a young girl. Like, sorry, but um, I mean, I don't know. I would be mad at my mom. <laughs> Just <laughs> she a little. Asked me to kill You'd be someone. a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be a little irritated. Like, my mom asked this me this monster. To yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so on July seventh, two thousand seventeen. So this was very recent. Um, Loma Curry Walker uh, should have been celebrating her fourth anniversary. Yes. The, with William. Yes. Yeah. So they didn't even make it to their first anniversary before she decided to kill him. Um, but instead, she spent the day being found guilty of aggravated murder, 
felonious assault and conspiracy. A newlywed wife guilty of murdering her new husband, and she was sentenced to life in prison. Which, yay. yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was interesting um, when I read that that date was actually their wedding date. And that would have been, I mean, that to me is just so like poetic Poetic. justice, you know, (laughs) like that she was sentenced to life in prison on that day. And like, you know, for doing what she did, it's just, it still blows my mind though. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody with five kids, good person, brought you McDonald's, Loma. He brought you McDonald's at night. Man, we're doing something wrong here, Mandy. (laughs) We've kept our husbands alive all this time. The only time, (laughs) the only, only time I've ever gotten my husband to go out at night for food was during my pregnancy. Yeah. And even that runs low. I would have another baby just to have that treatment again. <laughs> I would have another baby if I could get three days in the hospital. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if someone would bring me food and drinks, I would. I, I'm totally like, I was so jealous of my sister when she had a baby. I wanted to this be like, how do you need desperate help? we are. And you're so desperate for free time that we consider popping out another More. child for the rest of our life. It's kind See, we're of dumb. counterproductive, we're I think, maybe. Super. But those three bit. days, yeah. they are sweet. <laughs> so, Mandy, do you want to tell everyone about the fun little twist in this case? Yes, I do. Oh, before we go there, um, I just wanted to mention that Chad Paget agreed to serve 28 years for his role as the middleman in the scheme. And uh, Chris Hine agreed to serve 18 years to life. And Ryan Doherty, who was the actual shooter, um, agreed to serve 23 years to life. So we were discussing this um, off the mic earlier, but I was saying I don't understand really the whole like 18 to life thing. Like Melissa was saying possibly that will be when he's eligible for parole, but Like I said, I would want to know, is it going to be 18 years? Is it going to be life? Hey, guys, how long will I be in here? (laughs) Do I need to get some books? I don't really know what to do. Um, We should discuss with Colin with the Guilty Podcast because he is – their whole podcast is all law and stuff like that. And I've already asked him a few questions after, of course. So we already make right. stupid statements. And then I'm like, hey, by the way, how does this go? And he tells me, I'm like, well, we were wrong again. So well, don't come here for your facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully our stupid statements are endearing. I'm sure yeah. some people um, don't appreciate it. Our husbands it. find us yeah. super endearing, I'm sure. So Mandy. So the fun the twist. twist in the story. Uh, so remember that $100,000 life insurance policy? Uh, well, too bad for Loma. She was unable to get her hands on it, even though she was free yeah. for a few years afterwards. And the reason was because since they had only been married for four months, Will had not changed the information on the paperwork, and right. his ex-wife was still listed as the beneficiary to that money. So boom goes it down. I just have the biggest grin because I just think it's hilarious, and like it's just so perfect, and just that's what you get for. Yeah. Having a terrible decision and being a terrible person. Obviously, best decision here would have been never murder. Right. But so glad she didn't get a a second to touch that money. Right. And like the whole point of it was to get this money so she could pay off this debt that was in his name. And again, why does she even get it? It's not even in her name. I guess once they're married, though, she's tied to all of her debt with him. But Big deal. Right. You know, like, I mean, I don't know. But I just thought, I just think it's great that she couldn't even do that because it wasn't. In her name. But, but you'd think, like, why wouldn't you look into that first? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to make sure? Quick little search. <laughs> Quick little search. My goodness. Or just, like, ask him casually one day. Well, that would have put up some red flags, right. possibly. When are you going to change uh, yeah. the beneficiary yeah. to me? Quick question. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But didn't her defense bring up the fact that, like, hey, she wouldn't have been this dumb to not know that she wasn't even the beneficiary of this? Did he? They did. <laughs> 
they did. We're Mandy has read too much information. <laughs> it's all going together. But yeah, they did bring that up and said basically, oh, how could she be that dumb? She she would have known. So it had to have been like the daughter and the boyfriend and all of them who were conspiring. But how were they going to get access to that money? Right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So Loma... You Nigerian princess, you, I hope you're enjoying your time in jail. Right. <laughs> it was a terrible idea. Um, one more last note on Loma, though, because like we were saying about the 17-year-old agreeing to testify against her, um, I had read that one of Loma's other children, a daughter named Jessica, actually um, said that she had a rocky relationship with her mom that yeah. caused her to actually even move out of the state because she just wanted to get away from this person. Yeah. So that should tell you quite a bit about yeah. Loma. So it probably wasn't too hard of a decision for the 17-year-old daughter to say, yeah, I'm just going to throw you under the bus yeah. and hopefully salvage what I can of my life. Right. Um, I think she actually got like under a year in juvenile detention. Yeah, I, it was hard to find information it, on her. It was really out. hard to find information on her. Like I said, I did find her name um, on one of the articles, but of course, it was released after she was an adult. So, right. but anything that was written before she was eighteen, of course, doesn't contain any like personal or identifying information. So, yeah. I couldn't really find out very much about her. But um, yeah, yeah, she got off pretty easy, especially compared to the others. But at the same time, you have your mom telling you to do this thing. There's some added pressure there. And you trust your mom. I mean, I trust my mom. Mostly. No, I'm right. just kidding. And, but especially great. at 17, you know, and you don't want to be, you don't want to think of like, I'm going to call the police on my mom and turn my mom in. Although, yeah. I mean, maybe I would even at 17 if she said, I want to have your father killed. I would <laughs> narc on somebody so fast. This is just not an issue for me, guys. I've been Barney <laughs> Fife since the day I was born. It's not. I'm good with it. Nobody's asking me to kill anybody. I'm good. So that is the story of William Walker and his lovely princess, Loma, Loma Curry Walker. <laughs> so enjoy your jail time, woman. Hyphenated um, names, though. I don't know about that. They're tough. They're tough. Because I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, like Which one's your real last yeah, name? <laughs> but like, for real, which one is your actual last name? I know. It's just because we can't follow things. Right. It just <laughs> makes it difficult. So uh, we have a couple of I'm Invincible wins. The first one comes from Facebook, and it's from Jude, who is one of our Scottish friends, I learned today. I love having all these friends from all over the world. I know. We feel so cool, and we're still so lame. I know. And they don't even realize. <laughs> I love it. I'm wearing a regular shirt and pajama bottoms, so <laughs> <laughs> we're doing real good. Um, so she has an I'm Invincible win. I close the door under the sink while doing the dishes. Everyone knows that's where the bad guys hide and try and grab your legs and kill you. So my sink is rather small, but I do understand the sentiment. I have never considered this before. Now but you're going to. Now I will for sure. I wonder if these I'm Invincible wins are actually making people super OCD. And <laughs> right, I know they're either helping us or they're really making us all a bunch of crazy. I didn't know people. I was supposed to be worried about <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so uh, the next one's from Instagram. It's I'm Invincible when I go to bed and make sure all my limbs are under the covers. My crazy brain tells me that's the way to stay safe. Murderers don't touch duvets, right? I mean, fair point. <laughs> I agree. I actually do not keep any of my limbs. I mean, I like always keep a leg out. I can't. I have to have everything covered. Yeah. I get so, really worried. I but don't... I like sleep fully clothed with a sweater. No joke. <laughs> you know I do. Because I'm always afraid like an emergency. 
I cannot so, believe you sleep with a I sleep sweater. With a sweat, like a light sweater. Guys, she wears sweaters. It doesn't matter how hot it is outside. Like, I just, I don't understand why, okay? She's tall. She's thin. She's beautiful. Know. She can just wear anything. Let but me, she chooses to cover everything up with a sweater. Let me wear my sweaters. Um, no, but I'm always terrified that like a fire is going to break out. And I'm going to have to run out of my house. And I don't want to be the person sleeping in underwear. That just doesn't seem very well prepared. So you'll be the person who's like fully dressed with sweater and everything. I'll be the first They're going to be too. like, ma'am, did you start the fire? Yeah, <laughs> Why? Because of the sweater? Are you going to judge me by my sweater? But probably I started the fire because my life got too hectic. So no, I'm just kidding. Okay. And the last one is the one that made us laugh. Um, this is from the mums. Wait, mums the word Facebook group. It's our group. She acts like she doesn't know. Oh. It's not familiar. I always said mums and murder. I just can't keep up. Okay. So this is from Cassie. And hold on, I'm going to try and not laugh. Okay. I noticed someone, I'm invincible when I noticed someone getting a little too close to my two and a half year old in a store. And so I yell, come here, baby. Are you stinky poopy? Because <laughs> ain't nobody but mama wanting to deal with that. <laughs> I wish my kids were like not giant children so I could get away with this because my, my kids are already like six foot tall. <laughs> Nobody's buying this. No, no. That is a really, really, really good one though. And it's so true. And I would think that would make anyone sidestep real fast. Right? <laughs> if you called that out, like, uh, you don't want that one. Right. In case you didn't think about this, if you kidnap this one, it poops a lot. Right. So, <laughs> so I want you to have the whole story before you decide to go through with this. So Actually, that's going to be like my go-to. If I ever get kidnapped, I'm just going to start yelling that, like, I have to poop. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe they'll just let me go. Up. Did you hear about the news story this week of the, like – Lady, this is sorry, we're going into poop. But the jogger <laughs> who runs around and like, yes, like the phantom pooper. I saw that. Oh, Google yes. it. Yes, terrible. She just can't stop her run. Yeah, she can't stop the run, <laughs> so she poops. And like, people have said, like, ma'am, my kids can see you, and she's just like, doesn't deuces care. All in doesn't people's care. Yards. I just yeah. don't understand that. Also, I don't understand that dedication to running or walking or like right. anything. No. Like. Let me be close to a bathroom for your first mistake was starting to run. Yeah, (laughs) I will never have this issue because I'm always about three feet away from a bathroom because I'm always inside. Right. Well, I know we have some listeners who are, um, you know, they work out and stuff. Yeah, more power to you. Right. We love it. We wish we could do it. Um, We don't. I mean, physically we can, but I don't know if I could, (laughs) Mandy. There's. My will is so low. I'm just trying to survive. Like every day I just basically check off right. that I'm still here. Um, <laughs> barely. There's actually, um, we're going way off topic. There's a fun little thing happening in my town and Mandy was scared to even be here tonight. I am. I'm, I can't wait to get out of here and leave guys. I'm like terrified to sit here. So um, about a quarter mile from our house, a sinkhole opened up and swallowed half of someone's house. In Melissa's neighborhood, a house was eaten up by the earth. Yes. So, but then today I thought, oh, that's random and terrible. And I drove by it and felt terrible for the people. They lived there for like 50 years. Great people literally saw their house cave in. Um, And then today I get like a little news alert that's like, oh, P.S. There's another sinkhole. And also like less about the same distance, but in the other direction from my house. So we're ba- we could be on an island right now. Everything around us could be dropped. I'm very in. concerned about this. I told her I was scared to come over. But can you imagine, like, what if you fell in that sinkhole and your bed fell in there and then you're just in there and you could take a really long nap, Mandy? I- <laughs> a really long nap. 
I'm so tired. My son doesn't sleep. He's four and he still is the world's worst sleeper. So my initial thought was like, well, if my bed fell in there and I could lay down in there, I don't know how sinkholes work. Well, I'm pretty sure it doesn't work like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just wanted to point out that's how flipping tired I am all the time that I consider a sinkhole bed to be like an okay option for right. me. Honestly, I don't know why we live here. It's the hurricane state. It's the sinkhole state. It's the crazy murderer state. Like, I don't know we are why anyone would ever want to live in this, yeah. state, in this place. Yeah. I really don't. Vacation um, here. I mean, the know. beaches are great, but I don't know if it makes up for all this, these other problems. I don't even go to the beach that often. That's the thing. Like, you'd think we'd be there all the time, but I have to wear sweaters. I don't want to be out <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> I do wear long sleeves at the beach, too. I wear the long... Um, the rash guard. Yeah, I wear the... Because well, I'm super pale. I have to do that. But anyway, we went off. But it was a shorter episode, so please, apo- I mean, our apologies. So um, so check out our Facebook page. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have so much fun on those things. It's just lovely getting to talk to everyone. Um, and our Patreon account, if you want stickers, woohoo. And when, you, when this is released, we'll be drawing a name to send out a sticker for those of you who have uh, reviewed us on iTunes that have sent in those copies of those reviews. I'm really going off here. Um, Anyway, so we'll be doing that next week. Mandy's just nodding and rocking back and forth. She's not even (laughs) trying to contribute to my craziness right now. Um, So a couple promos this week from the first one is from Stat, Karen with Stat. She is a retired registered nurse. And so she looks at true crime through the world of medicine. Ooh, Yeah. And she has a really cool thing at the end of her shows where she um, kind of gives an actual story of whenever she worked as an RN that are so funny and I love them and interesting and like there's a reason I am not a registered nurse there's a big reason I'm not a registered nurse I couldn't handle anything that she does (laughs) on the show but it's so fascinating and I love it it's one of my new favorite podcasts so make sure you guys check that out and also we talked about this podcast earlier in the show, Guilty Podcast, with Colin and David. And Colin is a recent law school graduate, and David works in the mental health field. I'm sorry, David, I don't remember exactly what your title is. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Melissa. <laughs> I know. But they come at they come at true crime from two different um, points of view, from the legal side of it and then from the mental health side. And yeah, so, so go there if you want actual yeah. facts. <laughs> <laughs> Stay here, please, guys. Stay here. But um, if you want a little more, um, you know, like legal uh, opinions, not opinions because we give opinions, right. but like legal <laughs> facts and mental health facts, go there. But they're really great and lots of fun on Twitter. We talk to them a lot on Twitter and just always a real fun game. Um, gang on there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Um, And also we are going to be on reading a secret for Lainey's new show, Lainey's with True Crime Fan Club. Her new show is called We're All Just Pretending and we are going to be reading a secret on episode three. So listen, I can't wait. Yeah. We feel like we're like in the big time now. We're going to be on other people's shows and all that. At least just maybe it's just me. Melissa's rolling her eyes at me now. So (laughs) I should probably just stop. I reached out to her directly and asked if she wanted anybody to read a secret. So (laughs) (laughs) we're making things happen here. (laughs) We're trying. We're trying. Lainey's wonderful, though. And um, her show is really great. I think we played her promo last week. So um, you guys have a great week. Um, join us on all of our various social medias. Um, we'll have a new Patreon episode at the end of the month, so be around to check that out. Mandy's working on something extra special for you guys. Um, and, <laughs> and so we hope you have a nice week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 
Hello, 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 everybody. My name is Karen Wickiam, and I am the host of STAT, Shocking Traumas and Treatments. I am a retired emergency room nurse who decided to take off the stethoscope and pick up the mic and delve into topics of medical history that will shock, terrify, and amaze you. I will break it down with a modern eye view. Please come and join me, and you will find out that sometimes it's the cure that kills you. (laughs) Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of The Guilty Podcast. Colin's a recent graduate from law school. And David is a therapist who's treated criminals in therapy over the past six years. On The Guilty Podcast, we tell the stories of some of the worst criminals, and we explore the criminal psychology that motivates them. So check us out on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on Twitter at Guilty underscore podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Moms and Murder podcast. Make sure to check back with us next week for a new episode. You can also find us at momsandmurder.com where you can connect with us via social media. Please make sure you subscribe and give us five stars because giving us four stars would be a crime. Thanks so much.